welcome to Connectivity 203. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined by Adam Abinasa. You know, I've been here for like a year now, so I'm starting to wonder if I should be fanboying around myself. <laughs> Becky Holiday. Hi, guys. <laughs> and Donald Terrio. Thanks again for having me. That's quite all right. Um, thanks again for editing the episode. <laughs> Yep. Um, so today we're going to jump into some of the news from last week about the NX and the Zelda thing and whatever else from that investors meeting. But first, we'll uh, jump into whatever we've been up to lately. So, Becky, what have you been up to? Well, I'm getting dangerously close to finishing Fire Emblem Birthright, finally, <laughs> weeks and weeks after I bought it. <laughs> um I'm having I'm stuck in that wonderful limbo of trying to figure out who to marry everybody off to now. Like I know I'm a couple chapters from the end, so I'm like, okay, uh, I gotta finish supports. Ah, uh, what do I do? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's been that's been taking up most of my free gaming time. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm a little about a, about a month behind, two months behind in new games. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's all right. I'm pretty far behind myself. <laughs> yeah, don't feel bad. I'm like ten hours into Awakening. Wow, wow. Okay, yeah, you're you're more behind than I am. <laughs> yeah. Do you just not like it, Adam? Or oh, I love Fire Emblem. There's just like too many choices. Like I played like the GameCube one, but this one it's like, oh look, you can go level up by fighting these street pass people, or you can get everyone married to each other. And I'm like, just. I never have time to sit and think, like, what do I want to do? <laughs> the thing that's throwing me is all the new units, honestly. Like, I know with uh, the original Fire Emblem, it used to just be, like, you had, like, one thing to promote them to, and now I'm like, ha, ah, what, what do I need? I don't know. <laughs> what units do I like? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to get through the, these because I still, I bought Revelations. I bought all the stuff day one. I'm buying the new, the new pack they're bringing out this week. But I, unfortunately, I had to play a much, much, much worse strategy game. So, yeah, that <laughs> kind of distracted me from Fire Emblem for a bit. I don't know. I saw your review. You seem to like it. I could, I could read through the review. And see how much you loved it. <laughs> I don't know. The email kind of tipped me off to <laughs> how much you really enjoyed that. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, the 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 two out of ten. So it's twice as good as Master Reboot, but that's not saying much. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to play a worse game this year. Thankfully, I'm not. I'm not putting myself in that position ever again. Um, well, it turns out I've been playing a worse game this year. So in Twilight Princess, the I, I got to the Sky Temple and it was just very boring. It was all in like grayscale and there was no music. It was just ambient noise, and everyone talked up the the dual claw shots like it was some sort of like godsend. And I got it and it was kind of clunky. I was like, "What? This is not as much fun as I thought it would be." I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicky with this game for some reason. Yeah, I, I, it just, it was a chore to get through that damn temple. Yeah, I've I've been wanting to get to that point for a while just to see if the claw, the double claw shot, is as good as they said it was, being like a Spider-Man game. 
Yeah, but... it's really not really. It's very kind of slow still. Doesn't I mean it's it's that. fun for like two seconds, but <laughs> it's 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 nothing that elegant. Mm. Like I said, I don't quite understand the Twilight Princess rage, but that's just me. <laughs> Have you played Twilight yeah, Princess? It was, it was okay. I mean, I remember playing it when it came out and I don't know, I sort of liked it. Twilight Princess, me- yeah. Yeah, I've played all the way through it. And um I don't know, I haven't really clicked like really, really, really liked a Zelda game probably since I don't know, maybe Wind Waker. And even then when I played Wind Waker, I wasn't like over the moon about it. But I do like it better than Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Um the most recent Zelda that I have really liked was A Link Between Worlds. I really um, like that one. But yeah, so I I'm hoping the the NX Zelda is going to um you know have that spark in it that sort of really catches me. With all these delays it better, man. <laughs> mm, yeah. Better be worth it. It's going to be a Xenoblade game. <laughs> I swear to you that is what's happening to that game. So Adam, did you did you finish Twilight Princess then? Did you did you beat the last temple? No, so there's I I got up to the twilight and then I was like, I have 15 hearts. I should go find more hearts. So I went and, like, I found all the bugs. And I got enough pose to where I didn't care anymore. Like, I got the bottle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, looking around for heart pieces. And I don't know. I just got really bored. And then I got busy with, like, finals and stuff. But I, I am going to go back to it. I'm going to beat it. I'm going to make myself do it. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll finally know whether you're a, a good guy or a bad guy for this game. Yeah, I need to know. I need to know for myself. You know, I want it. I want it plastered on my tombstone. Whether or not I like Twilight Princess. <laughs> it's like if you never read the seventh Harry Potter book, but you read the first six. You know, like why not? So, uh, Donald, what have you um, been playing then lately? Well, aside from really bad review games, uh, I have a confession to make here. I have been down a Pokemon shuffle hole for about a year now. <laughs> like, it is the second most played game on my 3DS. Wow. Tra- trailing only a game that I intentionally beat 18 different ways. That's pretty special. Yeah, I mean, now, once I've once I figured out how to get around the get around some of the co- the coin walls, I just basically play it in bursts whenever they update, and mm-hmm. the rest of the time because it regenerates the plays every couple hours, I just go and play this one stage that spawns coins so that I can get through all the other stages. It's a pretty nasty loop, but it it works out. Maybe I should try this. I haven't actually played Pokemon Shuffle, despite that it's, you know, free. <laughs> yeah, it just just keep an eye on stage 37. That's really all you need to keep playing that, and you'll... It involves punting Meowth a lot, but you will get the <laughs> coins you need to get through, because there's some, there's some very nasty stages. Like, I need a need an external program, basically, to get through some of these stages in a decent Yikes. time. So yeah, that's that's all you've been up to then, or that that's really all I've had the energy for because between podcast editing and 
Yeah. And basically losing a night to the whole to the financial stuff we're going to be talking about later. It kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that 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 stuff came out at four o'clock in the morning my time. Ooh. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was at work um, on Twitter, so <laughs> that's how I was following it. Uh. It's okay. I understand the hole that is, you know, video games that just grab on and don't let go. I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV for two years. That's <laughs> like ninety percent of what I do. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that. At least at least with this one, I'm not I don't have to pay every month for it. True. This is like the first MMO I've ever actually paid for, so I'm like, eh, you know. And then I just happen to like meet a group of people that I play with now, so it's like, ugh, I'm never leaving this game, or am I? <laughs> Until Final Fantasy 17 online or whatever the next numbered online right. game is going to be. Right, until they just get rid of this one, come mm. out with another really crappy one, and then reboot it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they they had 11 just now ended service, or at least on like the PS2. But yeah, they're, re- they're putting it out on mobile now. We did. <laughs> I think I heard something about it running on Unreal Engine 4. Oh, Jesus. That seems a little crazy to have a, an MMO running on a cell phone running UE4. That's... I don't suppose if you can pull it off. Well, I guess if anybody can, it's Square. Well, if anyone will, no matter what, it's, <laughs> it's Square. Uh, as for me, I haven't been playing a whole lot due to not being really able to hold the controller comfortably. Uh, but I had started um, Paper Mario on the 64. I played that for a day or so. Not really a day, I just played it, you know, probably like four hours or so. Uh, almost back up to where I was on the Wii Virtual Console release that I stopped playing years ago. Um, so I'm intending to finish the game this time. It's uh, So far, it's, it's, it's pretty good still, but um, I don't know. Part of it is like fun, but a part of it is sort of just, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm fully into it. Maybe that's what happened last time. I just sort of got tired of sort of the um, Paper Mario gameplay, even though I was early on. Um, Adam, you've been playing Paper Mario recently, haven't you? And I, I don't know. I'd never played this one. I'd played all the other ones. Um, and it was weird to go back to this one. I really wanted Paper Mario back when it was new, but I never um, got it. So when I played it on the Wii Virtual Console, I was excited for it, but... Like, it's, it's good, but I, I don't know. Maybe it gets, the further you get in, sort of the the more interesting it gets. Um, there's also a lot of, Did you ever like, play Paper Mario to get, 2? Like, badges and things like that. Oh, because that's the one you should be playing. That no, one is, is, it's a lot more gripping. Mm, I'm intending to buy that one at some yeah. point. Just, it's pretty expensive. So, um, aside from Paper Mario... I did play, like, two levels. I struggled through two levels of Star Fox. I was, like, half-balancing it on my knee just to, you know, test it out. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't want to wait to try it, so I've managed to play through a few levels of it. Um, it's okay. It's, I didn't really see... The controls aren't that bad. I, I, I don't really mind them. Um, my friend also agrees, and he played through, like, the whole game and stuff already but the one thing that was sort of 
I don't know, annoyed by maybe is like the bosses always flip you into that like that target mode where you like have to look at the gamepad basically. Um, it would be cool. I was I was hoping for like some bosses that were still on rails like in sixty four, but apparently there isn't there isn't any. Um, but I was hoping for like a remix of like the train level Macbeth from oh, yeah. sixty four, or um, even just like a stationary boss. You know how like the boss used to just sort of sit in front of you and you had to dodge stuff. Yeah, like um, fighting Andros in the 64 yeah, version. Yeah, apparently it's sort of more like the all-range slash targeting mode for the bosses, um, which is a slight disappointment, but the game looks really nice. And um, the only thing control-wise I find a little odd is t- double-tapping the control stick to barrel roll. It just doesn't feel... Right, like, after all these years of having, like, the tilt and the barrel roll on the shoulder buttons, having it on a stick is kind of odd. I, I don't really get it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm about four levels in now myself into Star Fox, and although I've turned off most of the motion stuff and actually managed to get through the first couple of bosses without having to look at the gamepad... Mm. Some of the some of the mapping decisions that worked really well on the N sixty four don't really carry over to a Wii U. Like mm. like you said, having barrel roll be flick the stick instead of press zero or twice. And I I still get the in all range mode, I've always struggled with it. So having the somersault and the quick U turn on buttons is throwing me off quite a bit as well. They're also uh, the um the what is it the flip is also on the sticks though if you yeah I always try and use the sticks but I always do the wrong one I always think, if I, I want a somersault I do the the U turn if I want the U turn yeah you I can do accidentally activate it as well mm. although having the uh, having the ability to drop into the chicken walker is kind of funny because it actually helped me get through the first fight with Pigma. <laughs> yeah I, I i accidentally hit i was trying to do the the fl- do the somersault accidentally hit a dropped into chicken walker pigma zoomed in front of me i pulled out of chicken walker and nova bombed him <laughs> oh nice i actually did that once myself and it didn't work out as well <laughs> dropping into chicken mode almost killed me i think the chicken mode um is really cool like i really like um just flying the r-wing onto like a, a ship or something and then landing and then going inside it seamlessly it's like a cool angle too bad i don't know all the segments i played like in the first few levels is like a pretty short um aside from i think there's a level dedicated to the chicken walker basically um but th- that's cool and uh, i didn't mind the gyrocopter level which is like yeah, that so one I was really nice, confused hopefully. because that girl showed up and I was like, who is this girl? Like, Fox has a girlfriend? I don't yeah. remember her. And then in the next one, she there was, was some 64. dude that showed up and I was like, Fox has a boyfriend? Like, I was so confused. He's just got, <laughs> just got all these lovers coming <laughs> from everywhere. Bill. Bill was also in 64. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the relegated characters, like side characters that you don't really remember a whole lot. 
I remember Bill because I played that level over and over and over Man, again. <laughs> I, I really wanted I really wanted a reprise of that level, but just like ten times more than what it was on sixty four. But no, apparently that's not also not in the game. Having the the Independence Day ship thing fly over the the whatever it was the pyramid thing. Yeah, I don't know. There, the the first level sort of tried that with uh, having the ship land on top of the uh, the building where General Pepper was, but yeah, yeah, I can see that. I just like having Bill fly around and stuff. That was cool. Still better than Slippy. <laughs> I don't really get the hate for Slippy. I don't mind Slippy. He's funny. He was always inept. <laughs> oh man, one of the commercials like for the game genius. has like they're all showing off what they can do. And, like, Fox is flipping around, and Falco is, like, shooting stuff, and Peppy, I think, does a barrel roll. And then Slippy just crashes the gyrocopter into the wall. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Crashes into a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my friend were laughing at, um, we played a little bit of Star Fox Guard, and we were just saying how hilarious it is that, um, Slippy and Grippy, it is so incompetent at any form of security. There's no doors on their facility. There's no roof. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just, you know, put some doors on the place and these robots wouldn't be able to attack your stupid power thing or whatever it is, mining operation. I, I won't let myself play guard until finals are done, so I haven't played it yet. I don't know. After, like, two rounds of that, we are kind of over it, so... Yeah, yeah it's... it. It's it's all right. I mean, it, it's cer- it's probably worth the price that they're good. They're giving it on the eShop. Uh, it's a good co-op game though because I when I played it, my roommate was in the room with me, and he was basically my eyes as I moved the uh, moved around the gamepad and tried to shoot down robots. Yeah, that's probably the best way to play it with other people around. Um, obviously, you need the levels need to get harder. Though, because like early on, the levels are so easy that you don't really need another set of eyes. But I'm assuming later on it'll be a lot more hectic. Yeah, even like the I unlocked a bonus mission pretty early on, and it's a it was a bit of a bear that because they were coming from above. So it's like go to three, go to nine, go to six, and then I'm dead. All right, so we'll wrap this first segment up, and we'll be back in a minute with some listener mail. Now it's time for some listener mail. Well, a listener mail. We have one piece of listener mail this week. If you would like to send your own listener mail into us, though, you can do so by emailing connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com or yeah, even like shooting us something on Twitter, which is at connectivitynwr. So, Becky, would you like to read the letter? Sure. 
Hey, Connectivity crew. I was wondering about your thoughts, predictions, expectations regarding what the virtual console will look like on NX. Will it slowly roll out its lineup like Wii U and 3DS have done? Will there be an upgrade system? What about a rental service like Netflix for VC games? What are you guys hoping for? Personally, I would like a base of about 25 to 50 games from day one, and some kind of upgrade service so that I'm not stuck buying games that I already have for the Wii U and 3DS. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Jordan. Now, everyone seems to forget that the NX is a software update for the Wii U, so it had better keep all of the games I already bought on there, because I'll be really pissed if a software update comes along and deletes all my virtual console games. Well, I think I think the easiest answer is basically that is, will it roll out the lineup slowly? Probably. Uh, will there be an upgrade? Hopefully, but probably not. And I don't see Nintendo do, getting into the into the subscription game anytime soon, because I mean they've said that the NX the, or the next console, if you want to be pedantic about it, I do is supposed to absorb the Wii U's architecture. So I would think that what's on the virtual console now should carry over, but this is Nintendo we're talking about, and we don't know what kind of deals they made with like the third parties that went in on the virtual console to begin with. I'm hoping that like at least you know they've all the conversions they've made for the Wii U virtual console, like they've basically had to, you know, sort of adjust them and rewrite the ROM packages or whatever. I'm hoping that they've they thought about the future and they're gonna be just yeah, forward compatible and so they can port them really easily. So the library can just migrate over to the NX. Um Probably, I don't know, it, it could go either way, really. Yeah, I think the next console is going to be a handheld, pretty much a handheld version of the Wii U that is just powerful enough to emulate all the old systems. So, like, when they announce it, they'll be like, oh, the virtual console can have GameCube games and DS and 3DS games. Like, it can have everything on it, and then they'll just never bring it up again. It'd be nice if they could, um, like, to me, the Wii U Virtual Consoles felt a bit messy. Like, on the Wii, it seemed very sort of clean and, um, I don't know, you had everything sort of in the one place. It all worked really relatively easily. Uh, the Wii U, it's sort of, the library's a lot smaller and it just feels a little less, it feels even less organized than it was on the Wii and that's probably saying something. Yeah, the one on the Wii was really organized. You always knew where to go. You always knew what song was going to be playing. Like, it was a reliable experience. But on the Wii, on the Wii U, I don't even know where to find stuff, like, other than to search for it. Like, is there even, like, a browse area? Yeah, on, on, on our eShop, you can just scroll down. There's, like, a NES tab. There's a Super NES tab. And you can just go there for all those games and stuff. But I wonder if the the fact of a content issue is because when the Wii Virtual Console was around, it had support from Sega, Hudson, through the, all the TurboGrafx stuff, and SNK. Uh, I'm sure Sega would come back on board if at the right price. Mm. I don't SNK maybe because they've just reorganized and they they're going back to the future, or so their motto is, but. Hudson is now Konami, and, well, we know what's going on with Konami. <laughs> I don't know. Konami says that yeah, and also, they want to make money from their old stuff. 
that's kind of an easy way to make money off your old stuff is just put out your old games again. Sell it to Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Konami can sell the Mystical Ninja in 64 games to Nintendo for a virtual console release, that'd be pretty nice. I mean, I definitely think that's the biggest hurdle is just trying to work out with every, like, you, they may have to rework the contracts completely for another mm. system, and they may not be willing to do that, or it may be something they have to kind of work up to, you know, over the life of the NX. That- yeah, they need, the, the, if the NX comes out and sells a lot, like, it's popular, it's really cool, everyone, you know, it's on, on track to annihilating Wii U sales and stuff, they should hopefully be able to, uh, I don't know, get some excitement behind the old games again. Like, it feels like back when, you know, back when the Wii Virtual Console started, it was digital downloadable games was a novelty. Mm-hmm. Now it's sort of like, uh, yeah, who cares, really? Um, it's cool that this game comes out every night, like, oh, look, Mother, Mother's come out or Earthbound's come out. Yeah, that's cool, but... There's not a lot of excitement around um, retro virtual console stuff with Nintendo at the moment, and from, mostly from Nintendo themselves. Like they don't really want to, seemingly want to push it too hard. Yeah, I mean, ideally, what would be the best thing for virtual console would be releasing things that we haven't seen before, you know. But that's extremely hard for them to do, considering they have to, you know, translate games out of Japanese and stuff, and that's a little bit more investment sometimes, I think, than they're willing to do. Um. There's even not like just in terms of Nintendo's games. I don't think there's a lot that we're missing. Like we've been missing now. Like okay, there's not okay. A lot left we're still away. missing the first six Fire Emblem games, and I'm still upset about <laughs> that. <laughs> well, technically yeah, well, five of the first not six. Gonna happen, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, I can keep my hopes up. <laughs> I still I, want I mean, Fire there's... Emblem six. <laughs> yeah, there. I think. The fact, I mean, if they would go back into the catalog and maybe get some things that haven't been on virtual consoles before, like Terranigma has a translation in English, bring, you know, get, actually get that whole series brought over, honestly. Or, or even things like, uh, where the hell is NES Contra? Uh, That's never been released on a virtual console, as far as I know. And I think the other thing that they need to to work on with with this is getting is stopping the delay between what comes out in the rest of the world and what comes out in North America. Because I mean, we just got Xenoblade here for the, as a Wii download last week. When um, Nick, you got that in what August of last year? Uh, it was. It feels like ages ago. It was months and months ago. Yeah, like a long time ago. And and for heaven's sakes, you put you put Wild Gunman out on Back to the Future Day. There's no exceptions to that. But Nintendo waited till J in in the US. It was wait they waited till January for some reason. Another thing I would hope that they improve on the like next version of Virtual Console is the emulation itself. Like the NES games are blurry. They're dark. They don't yeah. look very good. Um, and 64 games are dark. They're not, you know, they're, they're sort of sharp and stuff still, but they're still darker than what they should be. Um, Super Nintendo games are the probably second best in terms of quality of emulation to the GBA ones. GBA and Super Nintendo are really quite good, but um, unfortunately the NES and N64 emulation is not very good. Do you guys, you know, you can play them just fine, but they don't look as good as they could do. 
Do you guys think that they have like different troubles in different regions with like rating boards? Like they seem to re-rate the games every time that they release them on virtual console. So I wonder didn't they come to enter some agreement with some other companies now so they'll be able to like send it to this company and then they'll get it rated through all the different um, boards out throughout the world so it's like just like a one stop shop for Nintendo I seem to remember something like that happening yeah they have there is a group called IARC I think it's like internet international I don't know what the A stands for ratings council that can basically take one one game digitally and spit out ratings for the US, for the SRB uh, European German specific Australian but they mainly they mainly did that I think as a service to independent developers I ha- I haven't seen anything Nintendo actually go through that process yet but yeah obviously the different rating boards could probably hold things up i I guess Um, i mean they do that with regular games you know let alone things re-releasing i I don't think i ever saw a copy of manhunt 2 in my area for instance because we have a a local ratings authority that can actually override the srb really and really bargain and bargain for being sold yeah we didn't i think it took several years for manhunt to show up in in my area that is bizarre it's the first time i've ever heard of that (laughs) Yeah, and and Nick, you're you're probably well familiar with what the uh, Australian Council used to do to anything that was above a soft M. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we didn't have like a an R rating, which is like yeah, so we missed out on different things. What what? Are- Not that it actually affected me because I don't actually play the games that got censored <laughs> at all. But anyway. Was there anything that you did want to play that you missed out on? Like what what hurt what um, hurt the most? I can't think of any examples at the moment. I I think I think a couple of Saints Row I think a Saints Row game early on got squashed in Australia because of before they brought the R18 rating in. That would probably be the closest thing unless you're a really big Mortal Kombat fan. But do we th- the the idea of the subscription service for this? I mean, Based on the way, based on Nintendo's current pricing policies, this would probably be a pretty pricey subscription if they did go ahead with it. It'd be like thirty dollars a year or something. <laughs> no, 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 that would be no cheap. more like thirty dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's about what the PlayStation One is. It's like twenty dollars a month, or maybe it's ten dollars a month. I don't know. It's a, I think it's twenty dollars a month, or like a hundred dollars a year, which they just introduced mm. that price. Mm. And, then, and the thing I would be curious about with a subscription service would be how soon would new games release on a subscription service? You know, like, would they choose to put those in instantly? Would they be barred from doing that by the developers? Like, I mean, and how, obviously, because you don't really want to take your, you know, super crazy good-selling games and putting them immediately into subscription because a lot of people just will straight opt to not buy them. Because yeah. they'll, you know, play it for a week and they'll be like, okay, I'm done. So, I mean, you know, I mean, how would people feel about them barring new releases from the subscription? You know how it is. They would never update the list of games they had in the subscription. Oh, no. It would be the, the <laughs> same 10 games that it launched with for the duration of the service. <laughs> I don't really like the idea of, like, a Nintendo subscription service for virtual console and stuff. 
Like, I'd prefer to own the games. See, I'd be okay probably. if I owned them. Like, uh, most of the prices like... on Virtual Console are recent are reasonable enough that I don't mind just outright buying it to play it, even to try it. I haven't really bought that much on Virtual Console for Wii U. Actually, I've gone off it just in like in terms of like the emulation quality in some in some cases, and just it feels like I want them to get their act together on the next system, so I can be mm-hmm. sort of confident in in the future of the purchases. Um, and see what they do there. Um, I was talking about the subscription. I would pay for a subscription if, for like ten or twenty dollars a month, we were guaranteed one game from each system. Like for twenty dollars, you get an NES game, a Super Nintendo game, an N sixty four game, and like a Game Boy game. And you didn't necessarily know knew, know what you were gonna get, and you could buy them individually. But like you saved money to get them all together, and then like I would forget about it for a couple months, and then go look and be like, oh, I have all of these virtual console games that they released. Mm. I think it could be like maybe like a half and half sort of thing. Maybe if Nintendo launched like a pay a paid um like online some sort of service that like yeah like cycled through like 10 games a month or something or 5 games a month or something um and you could play those technically for free but then you could also go and you know buy them separately uh, if you wanted to, so it's like a a demo, basically paying for like a a trial, basically. I don't like that as much. Like I would I would want to own the games. Like if they sold them to me before they told me what they were gonna be, and then we'd at least get like a couple games a month. You know, instead of like Donald, how often do we even get games anymore? One most weeks, two or three on the rare occasion where they have something to push. I don't know. It's difficult to really see what they're going to do. Um, I don't even know what the best answer is. Like, ideally, I would like the Virtual Console just to be like iTunes, and it's meant to just be a depository of all video games, as many video games as Nintendo can possibly get licensed for the system. So you could just have, like, thousands of games um, sitting there, like a, a massive, you know, just a massive collection you should be able to just go to the eShop and type in, oh, what's this Nintendo game? Yeah, okay, there it is. I can download it. And the worst thing is... Yeah, we're pretty confident you can actually find what you want. You Well, they should be able to just use the eShop front to re-advertise games that are already on there. I mean, they could just have... If you've got, like, pretty much you know, hundreds of NES games, just choose, like, five a, five a week or something to, to highlight on the on the front page. Like a feature chart, like you see with iTunes, for instance? Yeah, yeah. And the worst part is that you can find all these games for free on the internet, you know, if you're willing to break the law, which, like, I would <laughs> rather give Nintendo the money, but if there's, like, oh, I guess I should, yeah. there's some game I missed that I should probably look into, like, what choice do I have? Like, track down the $80 cart, find a Nintendo. Hope it works. Hope it works, buy another Nintendo after that one doesn't work. <laughs> you just, um... You just download the ROM and then send, like, a, a check to Nintendo of America for, like, $10. <laughs> Thank you. you. And you don't you don't even need to break the law to do that. I wanted to send Harmonix some, some cash after I kind of used a PS Store bug to get Amplitude for free. D- did you? 
I did. <laughs> well, I, I I got the game, but I still uh, they don't have a PayPal that I know of. What did you? So you didn't send them the money? Uh, not yet. I don't have a way of doing it without because I don't have I don't keep checks around. Oh gosh, you're terrible. You're not to mention thief. it'd be kind of hard to find out who to send it to. <laughs> Well, you see, that's the thing. You have to, like, you have to uh, beat the to game. To and make concerns. You beat the game, you get to the credits, and then you got to study the credits and try and figure out where it should go. Okay, so I think that's the end of this listener mail question. <laughs> have, you, have you guys got any closing thoughts on what you, know, you would hope for the NX virtual console? A big library. That would be nice. <laughs> All at once. No drip feeding for me. I, just, just put them out when you got them ready. Just... Put him out any day of the week. It doesn't matter. Take take the Wii U as a starting point, not as an end goal. Because if the NX yes, Virtual please. Console lo- launches with, with what's on the shop right now, okay, that's really cool. Um, my GameCube is dying, so please release games that are younger than me on the Virtual Console. <laughs> GameCube Virtual Console is bound to happen at some point. At some point. It's got to. Someday. We're a couple generations past that system. Come on. <laughs> There's no reason it couldn't have happened on Wii U, really, but... They, they need an analog shoulder button solution, and they need to realize that they can make money, or they need to they realize that HD remakes of GameCube games uh, are selling way too well. Well, it's because no yeah, one... They're, they're probably even more likely to just try and pump out full-priced, you know, Mario Sunshine HD. Virtual console release. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't want GameCube virtual console games. I forgot that all the GameCube games suck. <laughs> they, they remade Twilight Princess. They Ooh. remade Wind Waker. Ooh. And we have a better version of Smash Brothers. So just give me an, an HD collection of the Bot and Kaidos games and we'll call it even. Hopefully Capcom can get on that then. Is Capcom? Yeah. Uh, the be- uh, no, that's... I think... Namco and then Nintendo. Oh, that's right. They were monolith, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. So we'll take another short break and we'll be back with our main topic, which is just about the investors meeting from last week and the other related news surrounding that. So we'll be back in a sec. And now we're back for the final segment. It's going to be all about the NX and the, the investors' briefing uh, from last Woo! week. Woo! Break out the champagne. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, so basically, Nintendo is seemingly not showing up to E3 this year. The only thing they're going to apparently be showing is the new Zelda game, which is now being delayed till 2017 and is being confirmed to be coming out for the Wii U and whatever the NX is. So, you know, a lot of people just kind of freaked out about this. 
being, you know, what are Nintendo going to do at E3? What's the point? Basically, why no NX news? Um, apparently, they're going to be doing a separate show. I imagine, I'm guessing around August or September, they'll do a blowout on that. It's right, right before Christmas. Yeah, don't buy a don't buy a PS4 Neo or an Xbox 1.5. Save your pennies and buy an NX in March. I mean, it doesn't really. I don't, I don't, you guys seem to get most of the consoles at like Christmas time usually, but generally over here, it's like you know, I got the GameCube in May of 2002. Uh, the Wii, the Wii was pretty much on on track. Then the the DS was also delayed into the next year as well, I think. But do you guys think it's a big issue that the NX is being like coming out in March? Um, I think that they do need to get ahead of the new PS4 and the new Xbox One because <laughs> they can't come out with something that is comparable to the old ones after the new ones come out. Like they just they they can't they can't they can't do that. I think the idea of releasing a system worldwide in the first half of the year is like it's the first console I can think of that actually is doing that. So we don't really have a precedent to know if this is going to help or hurt sales of the system. But the reason that they gave later on is because they want to make sure that there's a steady lineup of software. And that's something I can get behind as somebody who who's bought a Wii U in June of 2013 and basically had Mario and Bitrip Runner to play until Earthbound came out on VC. I mean, I bought the Wii U day one and yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I mean, I, I really do hope that they come out guns blazing for the first year of the NX. We've just come out really strong, start with Zelda, throw in a 3D Mario at some somewhere, like, I don't know, whatever Retro's doing, Hopefully they can line up a few big third-party sort of, you know, exclusives or at least, like, proper parity between them and the competition. No, like, dropping features or gimped Nintendo version, basically. The issue with going with a great lineup like that is the Wii had a really good lineup for about 18 months after it came out. But after that, it was... Unless you... I mean, Wario Land was cool, but I think that's that and Excitebots were the only disc Wii U or disc Wii games that were worth it for about a year until basically New Super Mario came out. So if they come out and fire all their guns right away, they need to make sure that they have games in the pipeline for after that that are worth it. Because the last thing you want to be perceived as is, okay, I've beaten everything. I've played these games to death. And unless there's another Splatoon walking through the door, they they need to make sure that they're still cranking out high-quality content for this thing past year one and year two. But I think they need to come out quite strong after the Wii U and have a lot of games early on. Um, it all comes down to scheduling. Like They should be able to plan it out so you have like a bunch of sort of big hitters in year one and then in year two, move on to your sort of second tier franchises. Like, uh, okay, maybe not, you know, I wouldn't class Mario Kart as a second tier franchise, but, you know, it kind of in that ballpark, more of the, the multiplayer sort of focused ones, like put out a new Splatoon. Hopefully I should be able to make a new Splatoon, 
you know, by the second year of the NX at some point. Um, it's just, yeah, it comes down to spacing it out and planning it properly, but hopefully they can get some third-party, like, partners to step up and, you know, put some games out as well. Like, it, it also comes down to, um, you know, just perception. Sony, Sony with a PS4 basically played the marketing very well. I mean, they the PS4 didn't have... Like a massive, great game lineup. It I mean, still doesn't. Adam was complaining like a few months ago that it still I'm doesn't. I'm complaining right now about I'd it. I'd argue that it still doesn't. It's awful. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's only just getting like Uncharted now. Yeah, but Sony had the advantage because their competitors basically had spent the better part of six months shooting themselves in the feet. Yeah. Who Nintendo? They didn't oh. necessarily have to come out with the but, guns blazing with their game lineup because mm. other people kind of screwed themselves over to Sony's advantage. But Sony basically won the people <laughs> over with, like, saying the right things and, like, the goodwill right. of, oh, return to form Sony. That's, like, basically what happened. Um, I don't, Nintendo need to play the NX reveal very, very carefully, I guess. Like, they need to... Make sure the perception and the word of mouth is good and not, like, asking questions like people were with the Wii. There was, like, an undertone of, like, I don't know, skepticism with the Wii U that sort of built and built and built until the day of launch. And then you had all those problems with, like, the slow download speeds and the update problems and, you know, not very many games after the launch and stuff. Yeah, I was once... I mean, it'll help if they have something to push besides, look, we added a big, giant gamepad. (laughs) I was once asked if you needed the U to play Mario Kart on the the Wii, Mm -hmm. and I was like, it's a a different box. Like, this thing's been out for like two years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so they they need to get out in front and show show the system, like, Day one, we need to see what the box looks like mm-hmm. so you don't have the situation of, is this thing an add-on for the Wii? Yeah, I think definitely publicizing the system itself is a big part of it. Yeah, And I think you're right that that's going to do a lot more for them in the beginning than simply having a great lineup, which may end up biting them later if they don't have anything else to put out. There, there was another Nintendo system that came out in March pretty recently. The 3DS, yeah, but I'm but in terms yeah. of consoles, but I think this is going to be a handheld, and the console is going to come at Christmas, because in March the 3DS will be six years old, and the new 3DS will be either two or two and a half years old, depending on where you are. So I I I, I really think it's going to be a handheld. I don't know why I just I it just seems to keep lining up to be a handheld. It seems like it could be some sort of new thing though like they wouldn't be winding down wii u without it being a replacement for the console as well mm-hmm. i mean if, if it was a handheld zelda zelda would be out this year on wii u and i mean the, and kimishima said in the financials that we were talking about that this is not meant to replace the wii u or 3ds they're third pillaring it but it's. I think in this t- in this case, it's probably going to lean more toward a console form factor than a portable. Holy shit! Is this quality of life? Does this does this play Zelda and watch you sleep? 
if it does, like, I'm going to shit myself. I'm so excited. So in um, in terms of Zelda, though, it's kind of disappointing that, you know, we're not getting it this year on Wii U. Um, you know, I guess they didn't want to put out the Wii U version and then cannibalize sales of the NX version. So, But they're obligated to put it out on Wii U as well. But, is- I mean... The- they have, I mean, they have the precedent for selling a game and then selling the same game twelve months later to great success with The Last of Us from Sony. Like that came out in June of 2013 on PS3. They turned around the HD remake twelve months later, and it did very well and was a one of the more popular pack-ins for the PS4. So yeah, they they probably could have played that card, but. The Zelda precedent is you launch on two systems and the older system has a mysterious bug right before it comes out that causes it to get delayed. <laughs> See, like with them not with them also they could have done the like you say, they could have done what they did with The Last of Us and just delay the NX version till the following Christmas. But it that I guess that points to the fact that maybe they don't have another massive game to go for launch maybe they don't have like the 3d mario ready to go for launch and they need a flagship title yeah the they may be relying on that to really push the launch of the nx i mean that's not to um, say there's no other nx game from nintendo but no. like something of the the caliber of like a zelda or a 3d mario yeah first party title or a metroid yeah. oh my gosh or metroid <laughs> Yeah, Metroid's not coming. What are you back talking about? For a while. No, this is going to be Metroid Prime Four. It's going to launch with the NX. Metroid Prime Four. Metroid Prime Four comes out this summer and will actually be good. Yeah, that Federation is going to be fine, but it's an intro- it's a reintroduction into the world of Metroid Prime, so that we're ready for the next, you know, traditional Metroid Prime game. That's what no one seems to get. They're trying to remind you what Metroid is before they actually give you Metroid. So, Donald, what else was there from the investors' briefing? Um, was there any other tidbits of news? Like, um, they didn't have anything listed that like we didn't know about. Like, they didn't have any like they didn't have like unreleased or unannounced Wii U game listed. Um, they did have Project Giant Robot, which I'm very excited for. That is still uh, coming out at some point. Sometime. Sometime. NX launch game. Whatever happened to Pikmin 4? Pikmin 4 wasn't on there. So I don't know what Pikmin 4 is coming out for. NX launch title. You think? Yeah, probably within the first first quarter of NX launch. I would assume they could have put it out day one with it. Like if it was almost ready to go mid last year. But they haven't even mentioned it as the thing, so I'm wondering if they've run into something with it that they are reworking for the NX that maybe they thought they were going to bring it out for the Wii U and went, okay, wait, no. I think they're holding a lot of stuff back They realize that nobody likes Pikmin enough, so it's not justified anymore. Exactly. Yeah, because I don't think Pikmin 4 has ever showed up on a release chart, and the only Mm -hmm. reason we know it exists is because Miyamoto has loose lips. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Donald, did they have anything in their, like, did they put, like, estimates for next year in there? Uh, they they said there'd be about 5 million 3DSs, which, in a Pokemon year, that seems low, but okay. And 800,000 Wii U's would so be So, NX wasn't on there? Now, 
And they said that NX, they basically reiterated that NX would come out before the end of the fiscal year, but they're not going to give estimates for it until they have officially unveiled it. So we're probably not seeing those until like the October report. Okay. Do you think that the NX is like a paid software update? Like you have to pay to update your Wii U to the NX? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop making that joke. <laughs> Was there anything else that they dropped uh, info-wise, aside from the NX and E3 in Zelda stuff, or was that pretty much uh, the news? Uh, as far as other things, the I guess the other big things is that they confirmed the next two franchises to go mobile. That's and right. it's, yep. and right. it's pretty much what we talked about on the last show in Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. Yeah, we got it. We got that right. Yay! Yay! Good job. I still think there'll be an awful Zelda game. Well, because the, these these two games that they announced are going to be up by the in the fall although it sounds like fire emblem is going to be more of a traditional game so that might be paid with some smaller microtransactions but animal crossing is supposed to link up to an animal crossing game whether it's past or future they didn't specify it could be well it could be the 3ds one i i, I guess but it seems Which one? it could <laughs> What the the actual real Animal Crossing game? Okay. No, it's Amiibo um, Festival. But it seems like it could. It's Amiibo. I really festival. hope that they're not. It's not going to point to like Animal Crossing Wii U, you know, which is just New Leaf, like they did with the Wii One, like the 3DS game ported to the Wii U. Basically, they've got the assets there from Amiibo Festival. Why not? Uh, I mean, it's no point. Just hold hold Animal Crossing to next year if you have to put one out. I mean. Does anyone really want to play Animal Crossing on the Wii U now? No. No. <laughs> is, is this the part where I admit I don't want to play Animal Crossing? What? I think I'm done with <laughs> Animal Crossing as well. <laughs> it's yeah, it kind of it kind of goes in and out for me. I play it every once in a while, but it doesn't hold me nearly as well as a lot of other things like Pokémon, for example. <laughs> if it looked like the level in Mario Kart, I would buy it. I want it third person behind the back, like, full 3D, um, that'd be pretty awesome. See, I would do Animal Crossing again if it were more social, like Mitomo. Like, I'm really into Mitomo because I know other people that play Mitomo, and it's not just me sitting alone. I mean, it is just me sitting alone playing with my phone, but it feels like I'm spending time with my loved ones. So so you want Animal Crossing, Tomodachi Life crossover? But, like, really them. Like, if I'm friends with my sister, like, I don't know, maybe we share a town or something online, like, I I want it to be, like, when we were little kids and we all played the original one together and we all shared a town. Not each of us has our own individual Mm. town, and if we both have the same day off and we're both really bored, then maybe we'll visit each other's towns. You know, like, I I want it to be more together. A little bit more like you want to interact, not just you interact when it's convenient. Because trust me, I don't go to other people's towns unless I need stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I just, I just want to go back to when I was a little kid and we all played a GameCube together. You know, it was just so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> My baby sister didn't know the name of any of the Mario characters, like the weird ones. So Mario Party, she would name them after like presidential candidates and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So with the NX like event thing, like I, I said before, I'm 
I'm guessing like August or September for this big reveal thing. What do you guys think about that? And how do you think they're going to handle it? Yeah, I don't think we're getting a direct after E3 probably until November. And where they would normally put one, I think that's going to be the event where they show off the NX. So probably yeah, late late August, September, maybe early October if they're really desperate. So do we think it would be like Sony's PS4 one where they like went for like two hours and they went through everything and like showed off games and everything? Yeah, I think it'll be like that. Yeah, if if they've got the content to go ninety minutes, they're going to go two hours. Yeah, just as a show, just as a show of strength. Thirty minutes of Nintendo Land. Don't don't, don't worry, everyone. We have Nintendo Land too. I I mean, I love Nintendo Land, but actually, I would I wouldn't mind that, but you know, it wouldn't be the greatest thing to start no, it off. Does with. not demo well. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, what else? <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah, you you start out with you start out with Nintendo Land, and then Bowser burns it to the ground as part of the new 3D Mario. That would actually be spectacular. <laughs> I hope that they talk about Batman for like half an hour. Like, oh, do you guys remember that Batman game that came out a while ago? Well, now there's a giant cheat button right in the middle of your controller. You can tap it whenever you want to cheat at the old Batman game. Now they have. I think. Th- I think they they might get a Batman game on the NX, but it's probably going to be Telltale's, which should at least be out at launch. What? Telltale is making a Batman game. Yeah, they announced it at the Game Awards last oh. year. So, in terms of um, like third parties and stuff, do you think Nintendo really has, you know, changed their ways a bit more and gone after? like third party games a bit more aggressively for the launch of the NX. Like I know we haven't really heard too many like tidbits of third parties like developing stuff, but you know, I assume they are. We so far the only there's only two companies that have said they're officially working on NX projects. Koei Tecmo said it in their financials and Square Enix said it because Yuji Hori won't shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we, it it sounds like if only to give Japanese publishers a second console to publish on that will actually do something there. I think they're going to get a better show of support from Japanese publishers this time. Like I think Square Enix is going to go pretty far in. I there was a rumor about like a Final Fantasy VI remake in the style of <gasps> seven. I don't believe that for a oh, second. I would much rather that pretty, than pretty stupid amazing, seven. Yeah, that would be. Did fantastic. you hear that internet? Seven is yeah, stupid. I, <laughs> do you think but, we'll actually get um the seven the final fantasy 7 remake on nx on nx probably as well? not I've, i can't i that. really th- that game is so intrinsically tied to sony yeah. i almost think they bought the exclusivity on it no they said ps4 mm. first i think it's supposed to come yeah, to xbox one and stuff mm. but i yeah. have a feeling that that was part of the cloud for smash deal as Nintendo was like, here's some money, oh. please. That might be a good bring point. Bring some games over. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not like day one with the PS4 version, it'd be cool to get it like on the system at some point. Yeah. The, the game that basically screwed Nintendo for a decade suddenly on a Nintendo system. <laughs> comes and saves it. The advertising yeah. campaign. You've waited 20 years. Finally bring Final Fantasy back to Nintendo. <laughs> mainline final fantasy 
Yeah, I think like we might see. I don't know if they have if they're doing any DLC for 15, but we might see like an expanded version of 15 on NX. And they've already talked about bringing 14 and yeah. Dragon Quest 11 over. So we know Square's in. One big question I have yeah. is Kingdom Hearts. Because Kingdom Hearts is such a Nintendo... It's such a popular franchise with Nintendo's fan base. And they've had a lot of games on there. But then Kingdom Hearts 3D is like the worst selling game in the, in the series. So... I think Kingdom Hearts could probably just go multi-platform. It is. It's going to PS4 like, and Xbox One. Yeah, it is. It's oh, okay. it's coming out in on Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, well, already. there's no real reason not to, I guess. But but yeah, it just it's are they going to? It, the the only thing is, I don't trust Kingdom Hearts three to come out. So <laughs> yeah, don't count on it for an X. <laughs> They've mishandled that franchise to me pretty horribly. Heavily. It's such a confusing mess and they've waited how long has it been since 2 came like out? It's 10 like years. Like 12 It was 2000 years or so. Yeah, it was 10 years in 2015. Wow. So it's been 11 yeah. years this year. Yeah, the North American release was before the Wii came out. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, mean, I don't understand why they didn't put one out last generation. But um anyway. Kingdom Hearts 3 like we said HD development Kingdom is Hearts hard. 3 was supposed to be a PS3 game and so was Final Fantasy 15. Both mm-hmm. of them were shown off like yep. before the PS3 came out, and they're they're still not mm-hmm. out. Square's been dragging their heels with their really really big money yeah. makers, as far as those are concerned. I mean, as we've seen with 15, that's been what 10 years in the making now. Yeah, like what? The Bravely crap. Default originally started on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys! That was clearly a PS1 game. <laughs> Them sprites, though. Oh, but there is a rumor going around that when you 100% beat Final Fantasy 15, uh, after the credits, you get a trailer for uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Oh, God. Just, just can we not talk about you, that you game? You definitely do. After 100 hours, and it has the same song, the simple and clean, again. Ugh. And it's just... And it's going to be like a five-second trailer. Just the people falling like- through the sky and through water at the same time somehow. Yep. Hundreds of people, and they're all holding keys. I mean, absolutely it's actually, nothing. It's a trailer for the mobile game. So, um, going back to <laughs> E3 quickly before we wrap up. Uh, no one's going to E3. Like, Nintendo said that they're, they're not going to show, they're not going to have any other game playable besides Zelda, but does that rule out them announcing, like, or showing off gameplay footage of, um, you know, other games? I mean, Paper Mario is coming out this year. They're not going to... Hey talk about that paper mario they've got a new generation of pokemon which yeah. they're going to give the mm-hmm. e3 push so i th- i think what we're likely to see is a we're going to get another direct this year that i'll be home for yeah but so i think actually we're all going to be home for it in some form but we're probably going to get a, du- a direct video that is heavily zelda but they're going to work in paper mario uh, maybe Tokyo Mirage Sessions because that comes out the week after. Yeah. And chance to get a lot of eyeballs in front of it. Uh, Pokemon, the Dragon Quest, I think 7 gets a, f- a confirmed date at E3. But honestly, as far as new games go, I think we're probably, like, they may announce like a North American retail version of Fatal Frame for October, but that's going to be the extent of it. 
So we don't we don't think there's going to be like a surprise like CT Wii U game for Christmas or something. The only thing I can think of is Animal Crossing, and you guys are right. They're probably going to save that for NX. I don't understand who cares about the games. What we should be caring about is what is the art style going to be, and what song are they going to sing at the end? Because last year we had Muppets, and at the end they sang Super Mario Brothers, and the year before that we had the Claymation <laughs> Robot Chicken. So, like, what are they going to do this year? That's I hope that cool. this year they're like, I don't know, maybe they're Papercraft for... For Paper Mario, because, you know, there were Papercraft, like, parts of Paper Jam. So that could be fun. But then what song are they going to sing? Maybe they'll sing Zelda, get the whole internet to sing the Zelda song. Mm-hmm. Or just have Miyamoto do it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the digital events is going to be Bill Trinan and Reggie, you know, doing something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I wouldn't mind them taking a few moments in the digital event to say, oh, by the way, Picross 3D2... And Style Savvy are both coming up before the end of the year, just to get those off the dock. Yeah. <laughs> I think with the fact that they're only presenting one game at the show means that there's, there probably is going to be a lot more with Treehouse this year. I know they've been really pushing that over the past couple of years with demoing only stuff on Treehouse, like being like, yeah. oh yeah, look, we've got this demo for Xenoblade Chronicles X, but nobody else can play it except the people we pay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So I think like... If we see anything, it's going to happen on Treehouse. It's not so really going to be announced. Mario, like, they might just have Treehouse play Paper Mario. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, like I've... that's where all the demos that we're not getting are going to be. Um, there, I think we're. I think yeah. If they do Treehouse Live this year, which let's face it, they're probably going to do it. Mm-hmm. You're probably looking at a big Zelda, a big part of Zelda there every day, mm-hmm. and but a how lot much, of how much Zelda could you show? I mean, unless they want to show like a ton of the game. Like, how can you like have like five hours of Zelda like a well, day? Well, remember that this game is supposed to be bigger than the county that I live in. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I could bring you here for a week and not show you everything. We might get a like we might see a full temple, or however yeah. they're going to do the bosses in this game. Or maybe they have a demo area. Like remember in Skyward Sword, they had that demo area that was kind of small, but it had like a temple that brought in a bunch of elements from different parts of the game. Like, maybe they delayed it so that they could build this demo. <laughs> I hope there's a way to, like, brush your horse's hair, like, on the gamepad. Oh, God. Get a Pokemon, get a Pokemon on me for Epona. Yeah. <sighs> then rub and, her like, face. if you do it right, Epona performs better. Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> you have to actually go to the blacksmith and, um, you know, Forge make your own. hooves. For your horse and everything, and they can, or forge your they can own break. shields and stuff. Like any anytime you have to get a new shield, you have to go and do like a mini game to make it yourself. Yeah, you got to go to the blacksmith, and he's like, "Oh, again, what are you doing?" Kid? I, I I want to see them. I want to see them bring back like the fountains of power from Link to the Past, but you do them like Takamaru's Castle from Nintendo Land. Like you f- <laughs> use oh. the gamepad, you f- you fling the, the the item up, it goes into the pond and comes out powered up. They should you should have like little villages that like you know because there's monsters in the field you need to protect the villages so you have to do like a um, Star Fox guard I mean Zelda guard <laughs> um, game to, to defend the village. This is just Nintendo they, land. They bring back the Dominion rod. Oh, the Dominion <laughs> rod! Oh my god! 
Yeah, you no, know, you bring back the Dominion rod and suddenly you're playing Project Giant Robot. <gasps> oh, I wonder. <laughs> and they're like, this is how we're going to work this into E3. It's like a giant robot made out of like wood and leaves and things. That's how they're going to That's how they're going to announce more about Project Giant Robot. Is they're just going to be like, "And segue." <laughs> See, one thing that I didn't like about Skyward Sword that I really hope doesn't come back is there was that stamina meter for Link. And it was just so oh, yeah. stupid that, that the bird didn't also have a stamina meter because animals get tired too. So if Epona doesn't have a stamina meter, I'm going to lose my shit because that's not right. You know, animals get tired just like people. No, but I really do want the stamina meter from, uh, uh, you know, the... The Link something. The wall one. Was that Link Between Worlds? Yeah, the 3DS Link one. Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds? I like that stamina bar, where instead of having to carry around 100 arrows everywhere you go, you just had that little magic stamina bar. Oh, that was just replacing, like, your consumable items, like arrows Yeah, and stuff. that was awesome. The stamina meter in Skyward Sword was just related to Link's sprint function. Yeah. yeah. And I was joking about that one, but it reminded me of the much better stamina bar in the consumable... You know, you know, words. Yeah. It'll probably go the other way, though. You'll probably have to, like, go gather resources to create arrows and things. <sighs> oh, jeez. Yeah, especially with, like, open world concept. It'll we suddenly become Monster Hunter, be where annoying. you have to yeah. get all of your own materials for your armor. I don't like armor. Monster Hunter. <laughs> I don't like crafting things. I just want this thing, and then you've got that thing. You don't have to worry <laughs> about anymore. But mini games. I wore the Link outfit in Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for a good while, so if we, if we get recursive on this, I might be down for that. It's going to... I hope, like, the, the blue tunic thing implies that we can, like, design our own clothes and stuff on the gamepad, so you can make your own tunic design. You know, I'm going to call the name of this game right now The Chronicles of Zelda Blade. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Uh, mm. Mm, well, that's two of my last four games of the year, so let's right, well, do you it. You have fun with it, Donald. I don't have... <laughs> In the new piece of art, Link's got some little rock tablet thing on his belt. It's his... So I'm going to go with uh, the tablet of time. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that your guess for the the pool that we've got going on? <laughs> actually, the I can't remember time. what I wrote for that. <laughs> Oh, we didn't actually like guess titles. We just guessed oh. words in a title. Well, I already know I got past the first round. All those people got eliminated for thinking it was only going to be on one system or the other. I was like, heck no, it's going to be on both systems. I don't know what you crack you guys are smoking. <laughs> or maybe maybe the tablet allows you to flip into an alternate plane, of like an alternate world, and in that world, Link's a girl. So no, maybe that's where that really came stupid. from. That's stupid. It's a, It flips you into an alternate dimension on the other system. So you start it on your NX and you flip <laughs> oh, it. To finish, to finish the game, you need you to, to buy, buy both versions. Yeah. But see, oh, it is only on the NX because the NX is a software update for the Wii U. Just shush. Just shush. <laughs> Systems running the NX. Shush. Okay. All right. All right. I think we've exhausted this topic as well. So, um, Oh, there's one thing that did come out. Uh, the other day, also, we're getting Splatoon Amiibo, new Splatoon Amiibo. Yeah. Yes! Callie and Marie, and uh, I think there's a new boy and girl coming as well, right? There, There's a three-pack with the, the boy, the boy who's rec- who has a completely different skin tone, uh, the girl who has different hair, and the squid is orange. 
Don't okay. buy them. Please, everyone. What do those amiibo do? Like, what does a Kelly and Marie want? They to unlock do? songs. Uh, you get you get to you get you get to turn the arena into a splat fest whenever you want. Uh, Wait, really? So I, th- yeah, it'll, oh. it'll turn into a splat fest background. So, um, I'm probably gonna go to Australia and get Kelly because they're not selling it stand. They're not selling her standalone. All oh, right. Yeah. Hmm. So North America only gets the two pack and the three pack, and I'm, mm. I'm already in for enough amiibos when uh, the Kirby line comes out in June. No, North America, yeah. I'm probably we're getting the boy and girl as singles too. I think. Yeah, but I'm I, gonna, yeah, I'm probably going to buy the Kelly Murray ones just because they, you know, why not? I mean, they could use the the new alternates to unlock different types of challenges like a like a slosher challenge and a, a squiffer challenge or the ink brush challenge or something but i'm worried they're just gonna unlock the same ones that are already there yeah yeah i'd assume so i just i really hope that this isn't a test to see whether or not people will buy recolors because i oh, really God. So they can launch the the NX Smash Brothers port. Yeah, you know, the whole Smash Brothers recolor yeah, line. The- <laughs> hey, well, at least with Smash Brothers, they have an excuse because then you can sell Alf, male Wii Fit trainer, female villager, female Robin, female yes, Corrin, please. and all, all of the sense, Koopalings. Though, like, I do every That's actually true. Again. And Adman, who is Link I in do- a red tunic. He's very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want a fe- uh, female Robin, female Corin, and Wendy. Wendy, oh, the Koopa Kid. Yeah, all the Koopa Kids, and they're all in one pack only for North America. Oh Jesus! So you have to spend like yeah. six hundred dollars in order to buy pack. it. It's eight. And yeah, and between honestly though, between new Splatoon amiibo and selling forty five percent of a Major League Baseball team for f- half a billion dollars, I think Nintendo is going to be just fine this year. Wait, how much was it um, for? The they're selling forty five percent of something valued at one point four billion dollars US. Wow. So that's like <laughs> over six hundred million dollars before you get into taxes and things of that nature. Yeah, at first I was like, oh yeah. man, it's an end of an era, and then I was like, why the fuck does Nintendo have a baseball team? And then I like. Yeah, I actually, I was, like, I was like, Ugh. I lived in Washington for a good chunk of my life, and I did not know that. <laughs> Yamauchi just liked having a baseball team. No, Yamauchi was just was was appealing to the community. He he never went to a single Mariners game <laughs> while they owned the team. What? It, it was more of a we. You know what? We can become really popular in the community if we keep this baseball team here. So Nintendo had all kinds of money at that point because this was at the the end of the NES. So it's like, yeah, sure, let's buy in. And well, they made about a. 250% return on it or something stupid like that. Well, it also helps that Japan really likes baseball. That too. And hey, they they how much money do you think they made off those King Griffey Jr. baseball games all those years? <laughs> hey, where's that that GameCube game got canceled, right? Wasn't there a baseball game? Pennant that Chase canceled? Baseball. Yeah, they should bring that. You back never know. That could HD. be Retro's project. That's going to be that's going to be launch title for NX. Retro's launch title. That's Retro's game, Project Hammer. Actually, Project Hammer could work as a baseball game title as well. <laughs> and it's good a good counter for MLB The Show on the PlayStation. 
Anyways, I hope that Nintendo takes some of that money and hires people that know how to develop HD games. That'd be nice. Hey, I think they passed that now. And old Nintendo's HD games have been quite good. Like they've looked good, performed pretty well. You're leaving out stuff from like Valhalla Studios, right? Devil's what Third. Do do? Oh, oh, well, I didn't count that as a Nintendo game. All right, so we'll wrap this up once again. Yeah, if you want to send some comments or questions in, uh, you can do so at uh, connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com um, or you can yeah, do the Twitter, which is connectivity at connectivitynwr. So thanks, everyone, for another show. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Later days. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Adam is so blinded by rage, he's not even coming through on the call. <laughs> I was wondering if that was just me. <laughs>